We're so happy you're watching today with Marilyn and Sarah. Oh my goodness, God totally put something in my heart for you today. I was reading this testimony about uh, Hannah who called to to receive prayer for a job, agreement in prayer for a job. After receiving prayer, God totally opened the door and she received her job. But one of the things she said in her testimony is she mixed faith. And I read that this morning in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2, it talks about mixing faith that the word of God is profitable when we mix faith with the word of God. So I want to encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website, and we want to pray for you that you would mix faith with what God says, with the word of God. Because without including faith with the word of God, you can limit some of the results, some of the effectiveness, because it is necessary. Faith is necessary for the word of God to be active. And of course, partners, we love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being such a tremendous blessing, helping us to cover the earth with the word. Mom, we have a wonderful guest today. Oh, we do. And I, Abigail Holt Jennings, I'm saying all of her name. That's why I have it here. Abigail, I just love this name, because that's one of my favorite characters in the Bible. But she has this book, The Conversation in Heaven. How, when you have ups and downs, you can keep your eyes on heaven. And she tells you how to do it in all kinds of circumstances. So when I read this book, oh, I wrote down all kinds of notes at the front to remind me of it. So you're going to love our guest, and you're going to get a, a lift. And I'm not talking about a facelift, but a faith lift. So, you know, you say, well, I'd like a facelift, too. Well, so would I. But... Today is your faith lift. So watch and get a lift and carry that lift. You know, we can carry a lift because a lift will carry us. Together, we are impacting thousands of lives with the truth, compassion, and power of God's Word. But there is still much more to be done. By becoming a partner with Marilyn Hickey Ministries, you'll share in bringing God's miracles and healing to the sick experiencing a deep love for the Bible and taking the gospel to the nations. When you become a $30 a month partner with Marilyn and Sarah, we'll send you our welcome gift package, which includes the Jehovah Rapha oil vial with oil prayed over by Marilyn and Sarah, our exclusive partner CD set, which includes six CDs featuring 12 never before released teachings, the Majesty coffee table book featuring beautiful representations of the names of God, and more. If you have a passion to reach the lost and are ready to release the anointing of God into your life, then join us today by becoming a partner. Call or click today and help Marilyn and Sarah cover the earth with the word. Welcome to Today with Marilyn and Sarah. And we have a special guest, and it's Abigail Holt Jennings. Mm -hmm. And you have a book called The Conversation in Heaven, living life up and down through heaven's lens. Mm -hmm. So this will be really encouraging to you. You want to watch a discouraging program? This is not the one to watch. The one you want to watch is this one. It will just encourage you. And you can call in for prayer at any time. And we love to help people. And I know that's your heart. I know that's your passion. And so today, as you watch, you know, you're going to, you'll want the book. Mm -hmm. Trust me. Put my hand on my heart. (laughs) You will absolutely want the book. I have marked mine up. I like to mark books. Mm -hmm. So we want you to call in and get the book. 
But we want you just to let the Holy Spirit talk to you and just read what he wants to put into your heart today. This is a special day, don't you agree? Yeah. One of the things I like about you, Abigail, is you're a real practical, just regular person. And not all of our audience is familiar with you. So could you just give us a quick little biography, you know, kind of what's your day-to-day -day like and what's your background a little bit so that we can kind of jump into your book but appreciate who you are who wrote this book. So who are you? Right. <laughs> so I'm... Just a regular homeschooling mom, love to homeschool my kids. I've loved the Lord all my life. I've been in ministry many, many years, um, and then went into the fitness profession. Really found that people wanted help there as well. And so uh, that's where Girl of Hope dot com kind of originated from you know spirit soul and body wellness where paul says i would that you be sanctified spirit soul and body are made whole jesus purchased that full wholeness for us you know and people we all need some help walking in that wholeness you know if we don't see hope we don't know that there's wholeness that we can experience and so um so yeah so uh, i'm on staff at bethel atlanta as a second year revival pastor there for the students love to do that and probably my favorite thing is to be home in my sweatpants with um, yes. my kids. That's right. That's right. Favorite outfit of choice. And, um, <laughs> so yeah. So just um, and just decided to write a book. Felt like the Lord wanted me to put on paper um, the testimony of what He's done in my life. Mm -hmm. And one of the chapters in here that I think is really powerful is called. It's about. <laughs> this is really great. Keep hope alive by scrubbing a bathtub. <laughs> I'm like, what on earth? Because I'm not really excited about scrubbing a bathtub. It <laughs> tends to get overlooked because it's not my favorite. So what does that mean? <laughs> right. It's so funny as I was like, Lord, I'm not sure I have a, you know, a, enough for a whole book. And he's like, let me help. I will help you write these chapters. And he would come up with the coolest names. I was like, that's a great one, Lord. You know, keep hope alive by scrubbing a bathtub. That chapter came out of the story of um, we've been in ministry for years and years and um, went through a very difficult divorce um, in ministry. So lost the church, lost our community. Uh, it just felt like devastation all over the place. And then that's when I moved down to Tyrone, a little town right outside of, outside of Atlanta where Bethel is. And um, I thought the Lord said, I want you to go to this ministry school first as a student. Well, I had been in ministry for years. I'm like, why do you want me to go and submit myself to people way younger than me, you know, but he said, do it. So I was so broken and so hurting. I would have submitted myself to a toddler. You know, I just yeah. said, if you're in it, I'll do it. And so during that time, I felt like he wanted me to go and clean um, the home of a couple in our church, uh, wonderful, wonderful ministers of the gospel. They have a beautiful family. And um, I felt like he said, I want you to go and serve them. And so one day I was in there and I was in the bathroom scrubbing the bathtub and just, you know, had a moment of self-pity, you know, like, why do you have me doing this? Okay, this is not even fun at all. And, you know, I'm looking around at all the beautiful pictures and everything they had that I used to have, you know, right. and it just was like so painful. I was like, Father, why are you wanting me to do this? I'll do it. But this hurts so bad as if he was like dangling a carrot in front of me that was no longer mine. Mm. And as I began to scrub that, that um, bathtub, I just felt the nearness of heaven 
and um, the Lord inviting me into something very similar that he had the prophet invite the widow into at Zarephath. You remember when there was a famine in the land and uh, the prophet comes along, Elijah, and he says, uh, hey, what you doing there? And she said, well, I only have enough flour and oil for me and my son, so I'm going to make us a cake and prepare to die. And what does the prophet ask her to do? Right. The most insolent thing. Right. I would have, what we say these days, I would have throat punched him. I mean, <laughs> well, make me a cake first. I'm yeah. like, I, what in the world? Mm -hmm. You know, this is for me and my son. But what he was doing was he was inviting her into an exchange with heaven into the currency of heaven. It's what the Lord showed me. And as she obeyed, she reached through that portal of famine and difficulty and reached into the endless supply of heaven. And she partnered with heaven to end that famine in that land. Wow. And as I began to scrub, I felt like the Lord said, Abigail, the, you are not scrubbing this bathtub of, and looking around at a house or dreams of your used-to-be's. You are sowing into your yet-to-be's. I have not changed my oh, conversation. <laughs> your yet-to-be's. Your yet-to-be's. Oh, please, I love that. Your yet-to-be's. Oh. And guys, I just wept as I, was, as I began to scrub like a queen in a palace. Like, you are here, and this is your floor, and I will scrub the enamel off this tub because it is all for you Jesus and I felt like the woman with the alabaster box like I'll go through ridicule I'll empty that whole box because you are worth it and this is all for you and so he changed that self-pity into a place of promotion you know I could see what he was wanting me to do and I wanted to partner with him in it and so keep hope alive. And so it kept hope alive in my heart right yeah. there by scrubbing a bathtub. And I, want, I just feel prophetically, some of you watching right now, you've said this, my life is a scorched earth. You've literally said that in your mind. You've said it to some of your friends even within the last 24, 48 hours. And I want to encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website. You're like, how do you know that? Well, Holy Spirit knows it. <laughs> Holy Spirit lives with you every single day. And Holy Spirit wants to change the conversation that's going on in your heart, in your mind, in your thoughts. And just like he did with Abigail, instead of seeing this, this scorched earth, my, my life is a scorched earth, and, you, you, and you've been listing, this went wrong, and this went wrong, and this is a failure, and this is a disaster, and it's just this litany ongoing. It's like scorched earth. And Holy Spirit wants to change that dialogue. Hop on the phone, get on the website. We wanna pray with and for you. And when you do, grab your copy of conversation, the conversation in heaven. Because Holy Spirit wants to talk with you in new and fresh ways, whether that's scrubbing a bathtub <laughs> or whether whatever it is that you do uh, in your day-to-day -day existence, Holy Spirit can change that conversation. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you and grab your copy of the conversation in heaven. The other thing too, you know, walk us through a little bit and we don't have too much time. We might do part A, part B after the little break here, but you know, talking about going through a painful divorce, you know, and okay, so your pastor's wife, your church and all that stuff. So how do you navigate that? How do you not get bitter, mm -hmm. angry? 
Oh, believe me, uh, the enemy wanted me to set up shop in the camp of bitterness, you know, and disappointment, you know, um, all these things. And I think I agree with Bill. Bill Johnson says this. He says he thinks that there are three main things that try to choke out the Christian, and that's bitterness and disappointment and resentment. And when we can allow the Holy Spirit, and what we do is we, at least I know I did this, and many people I counsel do this, it's just too painful, right? So we don't take the necessary time to grieve that loss. Okay, it's a loss. No one's denying it's a loss. But isn't it interesting that grieving is found in one of the Beatitudes? <laughs> Blessed is he who mourns. There's a blessing right, in it. Right. For he will be comforted. And when we can give the brilliant Holy Spirit the comforter of all comforters, the chance to comfort us instead of drowning our pain in some sort of addiction or whatever else, and we let him heal that place, I have found that on the other side of that is hope again. Mm -hmm. We can dream again. Mm -hmm. I want to encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you to help you walk through that grieving and really send Holy Spirit give you freedom and truth and comfort and really redeem that. Are you trapped in a valley of depression, emotional pain, devastating loss, and discouragement? Do you feel like there's no hope? For your gift of $35 or more, we will send you The Conversation in Heaven by Abigail Holt Jennings. Difficult circumstances can wreak havoc on what you think about yourself and your worth. Through this book, you'll discover the hope and life-giving conversations going on in heaven about you. To further encourage you, we will send Sarah's In Step with the Holy Spirit book, Marilyn and Sarah's Mindset for Miracles 2 CD set, and our Miracle Scripture card. For your gift of $90 or more, we will send you the Jesus I Trust You Canvas by renowned artist Alan Polt. This painting will remind you of the love Jesus has for each of us and will be a lovely addition to your home or office. Call or click today for this encouraging and life-transforming offer. Sarah Bowling, Living Genuine Love, is on a mission to connect every one with the heart of God. With a passion for the Bible and the gift of teaching, Sarah brings a new perspective to articulate God's life-giving revelation to our modern moment. God's heart relentlessly reaches all our hidden places and changes us from the inside out. And Living Genuine Love is equipping people with resources and tools that empower them to walk in this intimate relationship with God. Sarah is a powerful scholar and spirit-led teacher with a gift and passion that takes her many places around the world to bring lasting change to each of us who are craving the transformative love of God. At Living Genuine Love, we're committed to seeing you walk in a vibrant relationship with God every day. Learn more about Sarah Bowling and her ministry, Living Genuine Love, by visiting sarahbowling.org or call us at 800-627-1995. thrilled that you're continuing to watch with us but you know I want to just ask you a question we talked a little bit about grief and mourning mm -hmm. and uh, thinking about that in terms of you know marriage and losing a marriage losing ministry um, how do you not get stuck in that grief and right. mourning right great question because <laughs> many of us do and I think we get stuck there when we see no windows out, right? We, we see no light out of that situation.
But the Holy Spirit is our light, and He's constantly wanting to call us up higher, you know, to, to where He is, you know. Joy, freedom, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So I learned that if I just would take the necessary time and say, okay, Holy Spirit, you want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about this, but apparently you do. So you will give me everything I need to heal me, to heal the grief, to heal the sorrow, because this is a conversation you want to have because it's stopping me from my progression in you. It's stopping me from joy. It's hindering me. And he wants us to live unhindered. And so there's a scripture that says, I will turn the valley of Achor, or bitterness or trouble, into a door of hope. hope. Right. We can't be afraid of the yeah. valley because it's actually in the valley where he leads us, where he teaches us to fear no evil, where he teaches us that his rod and his staff will comfort us, where he lays a table before us in the presence mm -hmm. of our enemies. He was constantly leading his people into the battle, into the valley, into places they did not want to go. You know, Moses, okay, now we're at a dead end, the Red Sea. What would you like to do here? <laughs> they thought it was potentially a watery grave but they had no idea those waters were going to part and their promised land was on the other side of what looked to be their greatest pain. And so we, we can look at that thing and say, Jesus, if you are there, I will go there because it will be there that you will teach me to fear no evil. You will heal me and you will help me to dream again and I will find the door of hope in that place of pain. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people mm -hmm. feel that way and they don't understand they're not going to grieve alone. The Holy Spirit comes alongside of us and he comforts us and he heals us. And when he restores, he makes it better than before. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> totally good. And I want to encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website. If you're struggling with grief, you're struggling with loss, you're mourning, it's just hard. We want to pray for you as well. So hop on the phone and get on the website. And when you do, uh, grab your copy, The Conversation in Heaven. This will give you hope and give you some perspective, a shift in your, your point of view, um, and really seeing Holy Spirit work and walk and help you really see redemption, not just as kind of a theoretical, elusive goal out there, but reality in your day-to-day -day living. I'm going to ask you a left field question. Okay. So ready? Here we go. Ready? You have teenagers. Yes, I do. Which is celebrate <laughs> right out of the gate. So fun. Yes. Um, I want to ask parenting your teenagers because you've been through terminal cancer diagnosis, medical uh, stuff. You've been through divorce, been through loss of a church. How do you parent your teenagers, your kids in this? Mm. That's a question, hey. That's a great question. I actually love that question, Sarah. Great. Because he has me in this learning curve of, you know, doing this as a single mom. And, you know, I have my moments of, God, this would be a lot easier with a man around, okay? What is the deal? You know? Mm -hmm. And he is upgrading me into this deeper place of intimacy with him than I've ever known, telling me, Abigail, do you believe, okay, well then do you believe that everything you could ever want or need can be found within me? Now, if he decides to bring along someone one day, great. But I have everything I need in him right now. And it's amazing when I come to a difficult situation with teenagers, 
you know, one of the most spiritual prayers I feel like I cry lately is help. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy Spirit, help! Yeah. And some of the right. topics they bring up, and you're like, what? Right. Did I know that one? <laughs> oh, my gosh, did I know the that one? The questions they come up with out of nowhere? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it, lots of help prayers, and he comes to my aid. <laughs> you know, you might be struggling with your parent, your kids or your grandkids. You're like, how do I parent? How do I grandparent? And, and a lot of times we feel inadequate or we feel like, man, this is far above my pay grade. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I want to encourage you. We want to pray for you. Pray for your kids. Pray for your grandkids. And I know many of you watching, your, your kids or your grandkids are not serving Jesus. And we would like to pray for them as well. So please make sure to tell us your name, the names of your kids or grandkids. Don't go into a lot of details, but we want to take the names and pray over them. And when you do as well, grab your copy, copy of The Conversation in Heaven. I tell you, this will be super, super helpful to you um, to see God working and talking with you and was, as well as talking through you, even with your kids and grandkids. The other question I have for you is, what, how do you, so this, this is about conversation, the conversation in heaven. Um, how do you dial into that? How do you tune into that? Like, I want to know, I want to talk with heaven. Mm -hmm. I bet you our audience mm -hmm. wants to talk with heaven, wants yeah. heaven to talk with them. Yeah. How do you dial into that? You know, uh, Marilyn, you mentioned something earlier about Catherine Kuhlman, and I love her. She's one of my heroes, and she made a statement. She would say this all the time. You probably remember. She said, the kingdom of God is so simple you could miss it. She would say that a lot. And I think that we, first of all, we disqualify ourselves. God wouldn't talk to me. It needs to be this way. It needs to be this way. He's very practical and he's our best friend. And he begins to talk to us about the simplest things. And Sarah, I just decided whatever you want to say, I want to listen and I want to obey. And so I just began to follow him on very practical things, you know, just listening. Like it could be God talks to us in so many ways, right? His word, through song, through other people, you know, but you may be in your home. It could be as simple as I want you to change your attitude about that, or I want you to serve someone in your home and go do this. These are not menial tasks. Once you start obeying God in the simple, small things, for me, I found I heard his voice clear and clear and clear because I had less no's and a whole lot more yeses. And so my ears began to be unclogged <laughs> by my own thoughts and stuff as I began to just hear him on the simple stuff, you know, and the simple stuff became bigger so that I could hear him on a terminal diagnosis that was scaring me, but I knew his voice by that point, Sarah. I knew his voice. He said, my sheep know my voice. We're a sheep. Don't disqualify yourself. You know, he died for the sins of the whole world. And so just begin to obey him. Even if you feel it's a nudge, but you don't understand, I'm going to obey you, God. I'm going to take that as you, and I'm just going to obey you. And line upon line, precept upon precept, you'll hear him clear and clear and clear. Mm -hmm. And when you say simple stuff, give me some examples. Hmm. So like you did, you talked about the bathtub <clears throat> and, you know, cleaning the house of the people in ministry. Simple stuff, you know, in terms of like at home. Talk to me, like, what does that look like? You know, and you're making almond flour pancakes, which is your <laughs> right. favorite, right? So what does simple stuff look like just in, in the day-to-day? -day? Okay. Well, it could be something practical with my kids, you know. Let's say that, you know, Lily's wanted to ask me something, and 
I'm aggravated by something else and I might not respond to her the way that I need to, you know, or should. And the Holy Spirit will be like, you need to go make that right, you know. And let me tell you something, I better go make that right. Yeah. Because I've told the Lord, if I fail at home, there is no ministry big enough that could fix that. I want my kids to see Jesus in me before anybody else in this world does, you know? And so something very practical, like humbling ourselves and doing that at home. David said, King David, he said, I will walk about within my house mm -hmm. with, a, with perfect a perfect heart. heart. And it's that practical stuff, you know, mm -hmm. that he talks to me about. And it's just that simple stuff. Or call that friend and text that friend or you have someone on your mind right that stuff obey it get your mind off you and just obey and you'll watch him and trust you with more and more and more mm -hmm. I just want to encourage you as we finish today if you're struggling hearing God's voice Abigail talked about that my sheep know my voice and the voice of a stranger they won't follow that's John 10 27 I want to encourage you to hop on the phone get on the website we want to pray for you that you would recognize the shepherd's voice mm -hmm in just practical stuff, in the day-to-day, -day, and that you would be surrendered and you'll have grace to follow Jesus' voice. Grab your copy of The Conversation in Heaven. I'm telling you, it will change your life. Are you trapped in a valley of depression, emotional pain, devastating loss, and discouragement? Do you feel like there's no hope? For your gift of $35 or more, we will send you The Conversation in Heaven by Abigail Holt Jennings. Difficult circumstances can wreak havoc on what you think about yourself and your worth. Through this book, you'll discover the hope and life-giving conversations going on in heaven about you. To further encourage you, we will send Sarah's In Step with the Holy Spirit book, Marilyn and Sarah's Mindset for Miracles 2 CD set, and our Miracle Scripture card. For your gift of $90 or more, we will send you the Jesus I Trust You Canvas by renowned artist Alan Polt. This painting will remind you of the love Jesus has for each of us and will be a lovely addition to your home or office. Call or click today for this encouraging and life-transforming offer. It's been absolutely an honor and a privilege to have you, Abigail, with us today. I'd love for you to pray for our audience because I know they would really, really appreciate God speaking through you and praying through you for them. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. Good. So thank you so much for watching today. Heaven is never at a shortage of hope, peace, joy, healing for any of us. So I just want to declare over you, if you have been given a diagnosis of any disease at all, you know, the word says that surely he bore all of our sorrows, our sicknesses, our disease, and by his wounds, we were healed. That has already taken place. And that healed is broken down, meaning saved, delivered, healed, and made whole. So first, I just want to declare healing over you right now. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells inside of you and quickens your mortal body. And the same conversation Jesus had with me, he wants to have with you. So we speak healing and wholeness to you in your mind and in your body. In Jesus' name.
I think that God has such wonderful things for you. And just imagine, you heard all this, but let it apply to you. Say, this is for me. I am receiving this truth today, right now, in Jesus' name.